When it comes to investing in innovation, trust the experts. RoboGlobal provides laser-focused investment portfolios that deliver access to robotics, AI, and healthcare innovation globally. The HTech portfolio captures the technologies transforming the medical space, providing unique exposure to best-in-class companies. Investors, turn to this diversified approach backed by research from the experts. Learn more today at RoboGlobal.com HTEC. And now for your nice ladies and gentlemen out there who don't understand the Italian language, I'd like to do two choruses in British. Why don't you get yourself a nice girl? I get, get a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I mean. settle down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now, crank this motherfucker up. As the temperature starts to drop on the, uh, the baseball hot stove, the, uh, the open flame, which is this dumpster, roars ever louder. <laughs> Welcome to Funkin' Fancy. Turn up Tuesday. Same show, different cast. Joe Corrado's... Uh, out on hiatus tonight. He couldn't be here. Joe's had a busy, a, a busy month. He has a bit, he's had a busy start to the month. And uh, Catfish Charlie was here last week. He's here tonight, too, by the way. He's in the back with Jack. Jack in the back doing, taking the phone calls tonight at 619-924-9874. But before I get to all that, let me ask my man on my left, the, uh, the Greg Dobbs of the podcast world, Joe Rufino, sitting here pinching out. What's up, Joey? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm, uh, it's been a hell of a day, man. Thank you. A lot, a lot, a lot of goings on. <laughs> a lot of goings on today. <laughs> We got, a, we got a, a fun show planned, and that's coming just for me because I have done no prep work for this show whatsoever. We are completely doing this thing off the cuff. What could go I'm wrong? not even wearing sleeves. Forget cuffs, dude. <laughs> it was warm out today. It, it was. was. It, was a little, it was warm. The sun started shining. Uh, I made the, uh, the move. It finally happened. I've left Mayfair. Did you pack up I'm, the mini? I'm off the island. I packed the mini. I got the U-Haul. I got the family truckster, and I matriculated my way south. A lot of people move on up. Not this guy. You go south. You know me. You go down? I go down. Yeah, go. I do go down. That's why I'm, I'm popular in a lot of the female circles. I am, man. There's, there's nothing wrong with kind of links. Nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it whatsoever, all right? That's Michael Douglas. Exactly. And he kept Catherine Zeta-Jones all this mm-hmm. time, buddy. That's what fine-looking 60-year-old lost on, lost on esophagus, but hey, it's worth it. That's neither here nor there. I don't Who am judge. I to judge? But anyway, so I've done no prep work because, again, I was in the middle of this move, and it was, it's, been, it's been a hell of a seven years uh, it's one of those things where I, I moved there originally. I mean, I'm from the neighbor. I'm from Mayfair, Northeast, born and raised. And, you know, I was, uh, I was working uh, in, in respiratory therapy. I was on call 24 hours a day, and then one of the superstorms hit. And while I was out delivering oxygen to people in need with no power, my place coincidentally had a tree go through the roof. Oh, nice. And my, I had, like, my place had an addition on the front, and it went through... And long story short, I get home after 24 hours, I open the door, and my, literally my shoes just came flooding out of the door. Shut the door, closed it, walked away, that was it. Found myself into a new, uh, uh, you know, I got into a new apartment very quickly. Uh, and I was like, you know, this will be a temporary stay, right? We'll be here for like a month, maybe two. I'm not signing any crazy lease. That's just insanity. I'm not even going to be here that long. I'm not even going to hang any pictures up. 
And how long? Fast forward seven <laughs> years, all right? Now, I never even tried to make this place my home. I never even attempted to do it. Uh, I, I was packing photographs, um, pictures, portraits of things that I never even hung. Really? I never even hung in my I never hung a picture. I got a clock that's been 10.03 a.m., p.m., whatever. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. But it's, I've never put the battery in it. I left it by accident. I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed. <laughs> But I pack, like I said, I packed everything up, made my way down to South Philadelphia, and uh, the, uh, the, the prodigal son is now finally coming home. There you go. You know, seriously, this is like, um, oh, man, I, I don't know. This is like, uh, it's like Superman going home. You know what I mean? It's like one of those kind of deals. Like it's, I belong down here. I really do, man. The, I, I, it's just close enough to the city. It's got the old world feel. Um, finding an apartment is going to be nuts. I mean... Have you heard the rates down here? No, I haven't even. It's incredible. That's the one thing that was beautiful about where I lived. It was very controlled rent. And you had a parking spot, too. And I had a fantastic parking spot. But down here, that's why I got the Mini, because I can fit it in any space I need to. All right? No, it's perfect. We're going to get the whole thing straightened out and moved in soon. And uh, we're going to throw a big welcome, uh, welcome, welcome Luigi to South Philadelphia party. Will that be before Joe throws his uh, party? That he's been in this place for a year and a half by now, I think. Joe has been in this place for a year and a half, and we're, we've been waiting patiently, patiently waiting for Joe Carrada to throw the uh, the the home welcoming party, the you know the, the show off the new house. I've never been there. You've been there? Yes. You have? It was like he's two minutes from my house. Mother. <laughs> but he was also out of Jack Daniels, and he called me. He's like, "Hey, you want to stop over?" Ah, well, that makes he, sense. He knew like bring a, f- a bottle over. Friend of convenience. Exactly. I understand, yeah. right? Yep. Jack O'Donnell checks in. This is breaking news. Philadelphia announces property values in Mayfair suddenly increased due to unknown phenomenon. That would be me, Jack. That would be me leaving the territory. Actually, my landlord shed a tear when I left because I was the only guy who paid rent on time. He shed a tear when I left. And we'll get into the move a little bit. I want to hear from people at 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. I want you to share your moving experiences. If you've been stuck somewhere too long, do you want to get the hell out? Pretty I much. want to hear about it. Talk to, a lot of married men I'll be calling in the night. Probably so. I want to hear about it, all right? And I also want to hear about people, uh, people's adventures to different ballparks. Because myself, for the first time in my entire life, I made the, the pilgrimage to Camden Yards on Saturday. It's a nice park. Saturday night. And I stayed for the Sunday game. And apparently there was a, uh, there was a small Twitter contingent, uh, contingent that was there. Yep. I didn't even know. I actually met a couple people. I met Ant-Man 79 on, or 74 on Twitter. Him and his family were there. Uh, they were hanging out. They had, they had some nice seats, and uh, I put it out there on social media. Like, you know, hey, first time at Camden Yards. They're like, hey, we're here too. I'm like, really? And I made my way over and said hello to him and his family, his lovely wife and his kids. They were great. And couldn't pick a better day for baseball. Yeah. It was wonderful out there. I mean, I went to go watch a team play another team that had, a, like, their combined wins were, I think, somewhere around the teens. I mean, Baltimore was playing Tampa Bay. This is process, but the electric was in the air in the afternoon because home runs were flying all over the place. Chris Davis, every time Chris Davis came up, I said, this guy's batting like 174. I'm like, my, how the mighty have fallen. Chris Davis sucks, dude. Gone over the seven field yeah. bets. And then next time he comes up, I'm like, you know, he got lucky the first time. I'm like, but, you know, maybe, maybe things are starting around for Chris, starting to turn around a little bit for Chris. Maybe the, uh, the Orioles can swindle something like a, you know, a, bag, of, you know, a bag of balls for him come the trade deadline, which maybe. we're going to get into in a minute. And uh, sure enough, home run number two over the center field wall. It's amazing. It was incredible, man. But I went to the park, and I've been two hours away from Baltimore my entire life, and I've never went down to the Inner Harbor, never went down to Camden Yards. Actually, we had the class trip when I was 13. Everyone has the, the class trip to, uh, to Camden Yards. I, you know, I skipped that day. I, I, I went to the zoo. Yeah. Yeah, I went to the zoo. 
My school got kicked out of the aquarium. You got kicked out of the aquarium for what? Feeding so, the fish? Yeah. Somebody actually jumped in there and started feeding the what fish. What do you mean jumped in there? Well, they put their hand in Oh, yeah. You're you not supposed to fish don't like that. You're not no. supposed to do that. No. But they kicked we get down to the park, and it was, uh, they were giving away. It was, it was Garden Gnome Day. So my first game was a giveaway day, and I got myself a bright orange Orioles gnome. I saw that. Yeah, I tweeted. I said, like, Tony Bruno was at, the, yeah. uh, at Camden Yards. He had the big white thing going on, the whitey bulger thing going on. Um, but the park is beautiful, and the park is basically a template for what all these newer stadiums were like, the Citizens Bank Parks of the World. Nationals Park. You know, the yeah. Nationals Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of the Nationals, Bryce Harper is still a national today. Yeah, There's a lot weird. of smoke going on yeah. with that, uh, and we're going to get into that in a second, too. But again, so I want to know, what is your, you know, what stadium are you dying to get to before it's all over for you? And aside from your own stadium, what, you know, what's your favorite one, baseball-wise? Because I love Citizens Bank Park. I mean, I really do. It's got, it's got little, mm-hmm. you know, nuances of all the other stadiums. It's got a little Wrigley. It's got a little bit of the, you know, it's got a little uh, Fenway. It's got a lot of Camden Yards going on to it. It's got the skyline. It's beautiful. You couldn't ask for a better at, setting for a baseball nighttime. game. Yeah, at nighttime, it's, a, it's fantastic. And, you know, normally... You know, in the past, it was always packed, and then for a while, there was nobody there, and it was packed again. Um, but we'll start to see. I mean, the Phillies are starting to slide a little bit now. A little bit. A little bit. They're starting to slide now. All of a sudden, they forgot how to hit. Uh, they went out, and they got some help. We're going to get into the, uh, to the, to the trade deadline right now. So the Phillies went out and tried to get some help, and they acquired Wilson Ramos, the, uh, the catcher from the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. A lot of Rays, a lot of Orioles moving today. Yeah. A lot, lot, of, lot of fish swimming, a lot of birds flying in different places. <laughs> uh, Wilson Ramos uh, will become a, a member of the Philadelphia Phillies. If he brings his hamstring with him. If he brings his hamstring along with him, because he's currently on a disabled list. So what the Phillies have done is they have tried to strengthen their hitting uh, via the catcher position by getting a guy who's on a disabled list who can't help them until sometime in August. Emphasis on the word catcher. Catcher. Because Alfaro, apparently they're not in love with him. And Nap is less than useless. He needs a backstop behind he's him. He's less than useless, all right? Now, the, the Phillies go ahead and do that. They do nothing else to acquire... Uh, the likes of Bryce Harper, who was talked about being shopped around to everyone and anyone. The Nationals shopping around Bryce Harper. Listening to offers. If you are, you got to go out there and you got to make a move for Bryce Harper. And you do. I mean, if he was available, Absolutely. you have to make a move for him. Now, he's a free agent next year. Will you be able to sign him? Will, you sign, will he stay with you? Whoever would have gotten Bryce Harper, hypothetically speaking, and that's what we do here on Sports Talk Radio, which this podcast kind of is and kind of isn't, um, is it's hypothetical talk. It's what about this? What if this? What about that? It's all, for, you know, it's, it's, it's all trying to prognosticate the future and bitch about the past, right? Yeah, sure. And just talk about what ifs in the, in the present. Now, the thing is, is that the Nationals, and Joe, you were mentioning this just before we went on live, is they could go on a tear and re- right back in this. Absolutely. If the Phillies months. continue to slide, the, the Nationals have two months to get themselves right back into the playoff race for the division. Five and a half out. Five and a half out is nothing. I believe the Phillies caught up to the Mets uh, in 07. I think the they Mets They did. Were it was a great eight, collapse of 07. Eight, it was a great eight, collapse of 07. Yes. Now, and that went down to almost the last day of game, last day. I think it was. This could be done within a month. Oh, this could be done within August. Now, again, the Nationals were picked head and shoulders to take this division before the season started. Right. They're getting healthy. Yep. Okay, they're getting healthy at the right time now. And I think the Phillies really did themselves a disservice by not going out there and aggressively going to get another, not even just a piece, but also another pitching, another, another starting pitcher. 
I mean, Arietta and Nola, I mean, Nola showed you last night what he can do. He goes into Boston, and the Phillies are back there in Boston tonight, and they're taking on the big, bad Red Sox, who, I, I, listen. They're insane. I, I don't know how the hell they're not going to win the World Series. I mean, listen, if, if they, and you're wearing, and Joe Quillen's here tonight, he's wearing a, a, a shirt saying, Boston socks. Boston socks cork. All right, which is cack. Well, I didn't want to say the word. All right, which is basically Boston blows. All right, but the people in Boston, you can say whatever you want about them. They're riding high right now, man, because Absolutely. they have got the best team in baseball. Mookie Betts is the best player in baseball that no one talks about. Mike Trout gets all the recognition of the world, I think and rightfully so. But Mookie Betts, again, he's batting like three freaking 40. Yeah, but you know what? I'm tired of the Trout stuff, man, because Mookie Betts has beaten him in pretty much every category. J.D. Martinez is right up there above Trout. J.D. Martinez was, you know, and I don't care the most under-the-radar power hitter in yeah. baseball for, like, years, and all of a sudden just bust out. Yep. And he's continued to bust out this season, and good for him. The thing is, is that the Phillies go out there. They have Nola go out there and pitch for him last night. They, they've, I, I, can't, I, don't, I don't remember the exact run total it's been for the past four games. I think you can count them on one hand. And it's not been good. The power outage cannot sustain and think that they're going to continue to, to, to trudge forward and take care of the division here and put the Nationals basically in the rear view for good. Five and a half games is nothing. It could be over in a week. Three runs, three games. Three runs and three games. They're averaging one run per game. So if we break this down mathematically. They suck. Correct, Joe. Thank, Thank you very much. Thanks. Now, for the other teams in baseball, okay, who went out and did themselves a favor, let me give you a team by the name of the Los Angeles Dodgers, who go ahead and acquire not only Manny Machado a week prior, but they go out today and they go get Brian Dozier from the Minnesota Twins. Now, what the Dodgers have done is that they have now built the most power-hitting middle infield in baseball. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Brian Dozier and Manny Machado have more combined home runs in the second, in the, you know, between those two guys and anyone in baseball in the last three years. It's, I think it's like 179 home runs. Really? Yes. Now, Brian Dozier was in a little bit of a funk early on this season with the Minnesota Twins, but he's starting to hit his way out of it. And for him to go now to second base, you know, and Utley will, you know, obviously... Never play again. Never play again. But... Excuse me, but for him to now go to second place base, it allows the ability for Manny Machado to stay at shortstop for the Dodgers mm-hmm. and become the shortstop of the future, which is what he wanted to do. And Dozier goes to, um, uh, like I said, Dozier goes to the Dodgers. The uh, the Dodgers send back Logan Forsythe uh, and a couple of minor league prospects for you know for Dozier, and they are setting themselves up for a World Series run. What I see the Phillies doing was setting himself up to hang in there. You yeah, know, just, just to just, kind of hang in there and just yep. have a nice little story. We weren't supposed to be this far, but, but we got there and we're here, so we're going to enjoy it. But no, I, they should have, you know, you got to make a push, man. You, you got to make a push. You got to call everybody. Now, if the Phillies, if Clentac and, and company really did exhaust every single option they possibly had to go ahead and acquire one of these bigger names down the stretch, then I can't fault them. Right. You know, no, but I absolutely. can't fault them. But a lot of these people were saying, you know, uh, not a lot of people, but a lot of people were out there saying, uh, you know, you can't trade this prospect, that prospect. Uh, yeah. You, you know, the Sixto Sanchez of the world and the people that are outside of the Philly Sixto Chance, uh, Sanchez is a very highly touted prospect in the Philadelphia minor league organization. And, you know, we've had this discussion on social media and, and people understand my stance on it. My stance being that chips Chips are, you know, your chips in the farm system. They're like the same things as chips in a casino. Outside of the casino, outside of the farm system, they mean- they're not worth anything. 
you have to chip. You have to sometimes you have to take those chips and cash them in for actual monetary value. The almighty dollar, the almighty shortstop, the almighty yeah. outfielder, the almighty starting pitcher, the almighty reliever. Because power hitting shortstops, I mean, you can get them anywhere, right? Right. Yeah, they grow, they grow on trees, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's sarcasm 101 for those people out there listening in radio world. Now, other things that happened were, uh, so the Pirates make a trade for Tampa. Again, here's the pesky devil race, Joe, on the trade <laughs> deadline. They're, they're moving Chris Archer. Yes. Chris Archer, uh, Cy Young prospect from a few years ago, all-star pitcher, fireballing young kid. Um, all of a sudden, he can't figure it out this year. Tampa's kind of sour on him. Pirates paid the price. They bring Archer in. Can he start anew over there? Of course. Sure. I believe in new beginnings. I'm sure he could, be, he could probably figure it out over there. Listen, you throw 99 miles an hour and you're dominating the American League for an entire year and a half, almost two years, um, you can pitch. Yeah, a little you bit. Can, you can pitch, mm-hmm. especially when you're dominating the AL East. Yeah. Okay? You can pitch. And I think a guy like Chris Archer, the, the Pirates of all teams making the move and making the splash go get him says, you know, hey, listen, we're moving forward. Which they are right now currently the fifth wild card seed. Thank you. And they're uh, about five games out. I exactly. Think. And this is a team that's going to make a is, is trying to Seven say games out, we're we're going to keep Seven going, man. We're going to we're going to try to make a move. We're going to yep. try to make a push here for the playoffs. Now, the uh, the Braves, another team in this division that the Philadelphia Phillies have in the uh, in the rearview mirror, but maybe not for long. Uh, they get Kevin Guzman from the Orioles. I, this whole thing, me going to Baltimore and seeing the Orioles, yeah, and, and it was the last time I ever saw any of those people. They got on, out of there quick, so, dude. I'm not kidding, man. When I was there at the at the stadium, there was barely anyone there. And after they traded, like, Machado, and look at the Devil Rays. I mean, you're looking on the field, and it's basically like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> I mean, you don't know who these guys were. I mean, I kind of know who they were just from playing from the fantasy aspect. I mean, for God's sakes, though. I mean, who the hell are these guys? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Andrew, now, y'all know that Andrew Jones. I mean, I'm sorry, Adam Jones. Adam Jones did not move. Yeah, that was a weird one. That was a very strange one, because Adam yeah. Jones did help his efforts to try to get out of Baltimore over the weekend. I'm sorry? <laughs> Well, yeah, well, that's right. I'm joking. Yeah. He's a 10 and 5 guy. God, he would have been great for right field to put. He'd have been Williams. fantastic for a lot of teams. Nick Williams can come off the but bench. But he, he had a nice little series, too, while I was down there. So I was like, look at this guy getting a stock yeah. up, getting the hell out of Baltimore. And, um, but he, you know, he doesn't move. But the, uh, the, the, so anyway, so the Braves get Kevin Guzman to, to help their pitching staff from the Orioles. They're obviously not throwing any, any towel anytime soon. Uh, I mentioned Dozier going from the, uh, the Twins to the Dodgers. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Phillies getting Wilson Ramos, obviously, and there was some McCutcheon talk too. Yeah, there was McCutcheon talk from the San Fran, from and the San Francisco Giants. Five and a half games out. Yeah, he's never been the same. He hasn't been the same pitcher since uh, since. I mean, not the same pitcher. He hasn't been the same pitcher since he cut the dreads, man. Nah. You know what? You know what it's like, man. When you got but the that dreads, was, that was a good reason. The though, dreads are all mojo. People are on social media right now saying, um, "Excuse me," they're all checking in saying, "What up?" Uh, David Price is in here. Not the pitcher, David Price. David Price, the man, David Price. David Price is checking. He's saying what up to Jose because Jose is on the line. We're going to get to him in a little bit. And you could be on the line too. 619-924-9874. 619-924-9874. I want to hear about the, uh, you know, the parks you've been to. Um, I want to hear about the things um, that you, know, you enjoy about, about going to different stadiums, places that you want to go that you haven't been to, and you know, any of those experiences. Because like I said, I went to Camden Yards and – Listen, let me tell you something. West Baltimore is every single bit of what The Wire depicted. Oh, yeah. West Baltimore is not a place you want to be. <laughs> Listener Andrea here, one of the, uh, the, the great listeners of the Funk Fantasy program, is showing, is, showing her ex- is showing her fantastic love for, uh, for Carlos Santana of the Philadelphia Phillies right now. 
by welcoming him with a uh, first baseman and musical legend. She hates both. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm so parked today, man. I had to get a glass of water. Now, did you order something, Joe? Did you get a beer? Yeah, I got. Yep, I got another one. You got a beer? Another yeah. one? Yeah, man. It's, it's already... light beer. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go down easy. Usually, I go with the Jack and Coke. They go down going... smooth, man. I drank about thirty beers this weekend. So you drank about thirty beers this weekend? Yeah, man. I'm with no, no tournaments, man. Yeah, that's right. You know, you're the now, kids. Now, now Joe's, Joe's daughter is a fantastic softball player. Now, and it's it's going to be probably more than likely is going to be a collegiate athlete. She will be. All right, Joe, with the uh, my son, the will confidence also. here. Now, Joe's son, um, who we've dubbed the Michael J. Fox of cameramen, uh, because he literally holds a camera like Michael J. Fox does. He's, he's a little bad, yeah. Uh, he is a... Um... Hey, Andrea, Ma, come on. <laughs> Ma, Jesus. Ma, come on. <laughs> Ma, come on. Tell you... Seriously. I know you warned everybody, but I, and I know, I know it's, it's an emotional day for you, but Jesus... Take it easy. All right, all right. Again, a heart attack like that. Take it easy, all right? Ah, matters, young lady. Come on. Hold on. Uh, Steven Sutter checks in. He goes, I got crabs in Key West, Baltimore, not the kind you catch in the bay. Oh. Well, there you go. Listen. That's a good trip. Here's here's one. You want to hear your outrage? (laughs) I went down to the bay. I was in Baltimore. I didn't eat a single crab. Good for you, man. I didn't eat a single crab. I went against the grain. I said, no, no shellfish. I'm not going to be shellfish. I'm going to just, I'm going to eat nice. meat. I'm not going to eat anything. I had a little calamari for the table because you got to get a little calamari for the table. But I kicked around and it was nice. I left my, that's right, Jose Colon. What up, Utah Street? Exactly. Oh, jeez. I walked down Utah Street. I was like, give me two the whole time because you know the whole yeah, point break thing. Exactly. Yeah. But we, you know, sat outside, had a nice little dinner, walked around West Baltimore a little bit. Did you hit the strip clubs? No, I didn't the hit the strip, strip clubs. There's, there's a scores there. Really? Yeah, there's a, there's a scores in West Baltimore. It's not doing so well. No. No, it's not doing so well. Uh, but, you know, running. the Inner Harbor is a nice little area. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see it in its, in its glory day. But Jose said, what up, Boog's Barbecue? I did have that, though. <laughs> Phenomenal slaw. So, for, Jose, have you been to Baltimore, my friend? We're going we're gonna to get to him. In fact, you know what? Let's go to Jose right now because he's over here giving me all the business. Jose from Norristown. What up, buddy? What up, Luigi? What up, Jose? What up, Rufiano? What up, Jose? What up, Jack? What up, Andrew what up? and Lawrence and everyone else? What up, Big Screen TV and what up, waitress? That's right. Now, Jose, now you're giving me a, you're kicking some serious Baltimore Haber knowledge right now. And I want to know, have you frequented the city? I've been there seven times. My buddy Robert Rennie checks in. He says, I should have went on the wire tour. Dude, I took the outskirt tour. I took the scenic. I just walked to the stadium. I don't want to go on that tour. All right? I, got no, I got no ones to go see Avon or you know, Bodie or any of them guys. I don't want to go to the towers. I don't want to go to anything, man. Did you bring I, a beeper for nostalgia? No, no, no. I, I got, well, I had a burner. I did have a did burner. Nice. I did have a burner on me. I did have a burner what on up, me. What up, Jack? But a little bit of penicillin that cleared right Robbins? up. What up, Cindy's? For those who are watching. That's right. Thank you, Jose. For all those people that are, can't be here in attendance tonight. We love you because you're watching around the world. Now, Jose, you've been, you've been to Baltimore seven times? Seven. Not four. 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 Seven. <laughs> for, but for seven. what, though? Now, have you, have you been there just, just, to go, just to go to Camden Yards? Just to go to Camden Yards and see those Pinkton Orioles play, and that was fun. Now, now were, you there to watch the, were you there to watch your fight in Phillies play the Baltimore Orioles, or were you there to watch just a random game? I just watched. I watched some random games each time I went to Baltimore. Okay. Like, Anybody good? Give me some experiences, Jose. Red Sox. I went to see the Red Sox play once. 
with Big Pappy and Manny were there. Um, I went to uh, a game when they played the Yankees back in the oh. early 2000s. Okay. That's when they're fun, man. When and, the Yankees um, crowds go down there well. Mm-hmm. So, now and I what, went to see them. I'm sorry, Jose. Go ahead. And I went to see them play some other team. I forget. It's been, I've been there seven times, so it's been a while since my it's been a while since I've been there. I hear you. That's so what she I'm said. So I'm familiar with the ballpark and the food and the B&O warehouse. What up, Cal Ripken memorabilia? That's there right. Now, um, what, now, Jose, fun stuff. what is your absolute favorite part of Camden Yards? And, and after you answer that, I want to know, what other stadium have you been to? What is, what is your favorite one? Uh, besides, oh, how many... What's my favorite ballpark besides Camden Yards? Yep. What up, waitress? <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Um, That's okay. Don't apologize. Uh, you got nothing. Um, to, you got nothing to say. Sorry about, buddy. All right. Uh, my favorite ballpark that I've been to, other than besides Camden Yards, um, I've been to Old Yankee Stadium before they knocked it down. That's right. I was there That's with a you. Treasure, man. Yep. That is a tre- that is a treasure. Uh, I've been to that old Dirty Shea Stadium. Old Dirty Shea. Yeah, yeah. I was at old. I was at old Dirty Shea yeah. myself. I, I got a chance to see that. I got to see uh, Tommy Glavin pitching on yeah. the mound. Yeah, last time there, I was actually mm-hmm. scoreboard watching. They were playing the Marlins. I got to yell at Daryl in a rain delay, and he heard me. I was. This awesome. is great. I was at a. So I'm at Shea Stadium. My buddy, my buddy Mike, got box seats, and we go down, and we're sitting right by David right now. We're scoreboard watching, and the Phillies are at home playing Atlanta, and they're getting they're just they're just absolutely getting destroyed. Now the Phillies are playing Atlanta. And the Mets, I'm sorry, the Mets are playing the Marlins. Now, we're sitting there, and it's quiet. It's a a one-run ball game. And then all of a sudden for the Marlins, Josh Willingham. Now, we all remember Josh Willingham, journeyman Josh Willingham, steps up to the plate with the bases loaded, hits a grand slam. The place is quiet, except for two assholes in Philly shirts (laughs) standing right next to David Wright, screaming, and then we put they put us up on the on oh, the um, and what the Mets did they did us a favor but a huge disservice by putting on the jumbotron because they knew exactly what section these two jerks were sitting in and uh, it didn't it, yeah we had to get the hell out of there but it um, <laughs> that was during the great collapse of the of 07, by the way oh nice yeah it was it was during the great collapse of 07. now Jose it's all worth it is, is there now is there any part that you actually I'm, have oh, yet good I went to uh, a Mets Astros game and saw Andy Pettit pitch for the Houston one year. Uh, that's a good job out of you, buddy. Andy Pettit's a nice, a, a nice player to go see. HGH days. Well, yeah, he used to come back. At least he said. Yeah. I mean, he said the truth. He used it to come back. Yeah. You know, it's what it's for. I mean, that's what it's it, exactly that's what, what it's for. Listen, I used it. It's better than Rodney Harrison saying he never he took it not for competitive purposes. Bullshit. What do you why mean you take it for competitive purposes? What do you take it off the shelf beach muscle? Why, yeah. Why else would you take it? I had a stage two groin tear. Wow. Stage two groin tear, which is stage three is severing muscle from bone. And it was a freak, freak baseball injury. I'm on second base, two outs. Joe, you know, crack of the bat. You don't, you don't You're even. You're on second base. That's fucking. Exactly. I was, it was amazing. Well, I got walked and then, you know, it was wild pitch oh, and yeah. that kind of thing. I got you. So I get, in, I, get up, I get over to second base. I'm standing there and, you know, it's two outs. Crack of the bat. You don't even look. You just, just take yeah, off, just right? Take off, man. So I took I, It was soft. The dirt was soft. Yeah. Nice. So when I turned, all that torque, I literally just, I pulled, I pulled my entire groin. I feel like I got shot. Oof. So I fall down to the ground, go do the rehab thing. And the doctor's like, look, this is going to be like 10 weeks, maybe 11, depending on how you heal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, is there anything we could do to kind of like help me with this, to expedite this? And they prescribed me HGH. Really? Yep. Put, put it right, put it right. And 
10-11 week injury, I was good in four. Yeah. I was up and walking around. Loss, four, I was up and walking <laughs> around in four weeks, man. Well, no, Jose, it was actually kind of cool. I saw, I saw, I saw yellows and blues <laughs> on a bruise that you're not supposed to see, dude. It, I mean, it was incredible. Yeah, a buddy of mine, he's, he was in, I won't even say what organization, but he was in an organization that had to get shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said you can either be a month. This was spring training. You can be out a month or you can be back in two weeks. He goes, um, give me whatever it takes, two weeks. And he was back, ready to go, throwing in two weeks. Nice, nice. And um, like I said, this stuff, what it does is it helps the healing process. Yep. That's what it does. But you can abuse it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Oh, you ahead, absolutely man. can abuse it. But I didn't have it to take it home. And it was just like, all right, well. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Corrado has joined us on Facebook Live. Now, we don't know if this is him or a pseudo Joe. We don't know <laughs> if this is just Lola herself. But Joe Corrado has joined us. So, Joe, why don't you call us in? You're always here in spirit. He knows the number, Jack. Call from the bathroom. He knows the bathroom. He's probably in the bathroom right now. That's why, that's why, that's why he's watching. He's in the bathroom. He's in the bathroom. And then uh, another friend of the program, first time, never, basically. Uh, you know, people know her on social media. as a girl in Philly. She just stopped in to say hello over there. She had a meeting, and she was next door, and... She came in to say hi. But now we now we met her. I didn't even see her well, we met her last year during Funkin' Fantasy, the, the fantasy football show on Thursday nights, which will be returning pretty pretty soon. Um, it was kind of like you know, yeah, yeah, a couple weeks, man. We got the big weeks, draft coming. We're gonna get it. Well, this is a teaser, man. We're teasing. What up, Canton, Ohio, on August the second? Damn right. What up, yo? What up, inductions? Now. What up, what up, yellow jackets? She's been meaning to stop by ever since. To finally say hello, and now she's finally here. So, hello. Hello. <laughs> what are you drinking over there? What is that pink concoction you have there? A rise and shine. She finally left. A rise and shine at 7.29 p.m. Well, she's been in North Wildwood for the last, like, six months. Oh, let's give her. <laughs> so, now, in Barbecue Beef Balboa checks in, and he's saying that uh, L.A. Dodger Stadium is a jewel out west, but Fenway is his second favorite park. Now... I would love to be able to go to Fenway. I have no, I have no want to go to the city of Boston. Like, I don't have this big... It's, lo- it's actually a kind of cool city. I, I bet it is. it is. I bet it is. But I don't have this whole thing where it's just like, I got to go to Boston, I got to go to Boston. I would just like to check out Fenway because of just being, you know, a fan of the game, the nostalgia part of it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. It really is, man. It'd be kind of cool. Wrigley's obviously on the list. Yep. Seats are very I, uncomfortable I got to get... I got, well, I would imagine. I mean, there are three... What up, Murray's Bar in Sheffield and Wayne? <laughs> Jose knows all the he spots. Does. Hey, listen, if you need a Miller Lite in the continental U.S., Jose knows exactly where to get it from. Am I right, Jose? Yep. Damn right. Now, Jose, now when you're at, when you, now when you're at, the, at, the, at the ballpark, right? When you're at the ballpark and you're watching the game, you got the sun on your, you got the sun on your face, right? Yep. you got the baseball hat on. I know you got the... Mm-hmm. You got, you He's got, got the, the Oakleys. Oh, he's got the Oakleys. Jose's Absolutely. got the, the fresh shades on. Now... When you're sitting out there, Jose, you, are you a bleacher guy or you like to get down in the, you like to get down in the, in, the, uh, in the lower level, maybe catch a foul ball, screaming off the first baseline? I'm more of a upper deck guy or a out bleacher guy. Are you a chest painter? No, no, Jose's not a chest painter. <laughs> Jose's definitely Jose's not one of those guys I don't who do go that out, stuff. Yo. No, he don't do that nah. stuff, yo. Jose, Jose just signs objects. He doesn't get things put on him. He just signs objects. Now I got Now I got to ask. Now Jose, when I went to the ballpark in Camden Yards, the, uh, people told me when I get there, you're going to eat really well because the food there is fantastic. And I got to try some of the local stuff. But again, I was the one guy who was in Baltimore and managed to dodge every crab he came into contact with. And a lot of people here that are in Philadelphia, we have this place called Chicky and Pete's, and they have this thing called crab fries, which is nothing but a French fry with Old Bay seasoning on it. All right, at at Camden Yards, they have Old Bay dispensers. You get all the Old Bay you want. They got Old Bay beer. 
Really? Yeah, they have Old Bay brewed beer. That's pretty smart because you're just gonna be drinking all day long. It's just, but it's I, I can't. I couldn't even picture putting that to my mouth and drinking it. No, you didn't even sample it. I didn't even try it, man. I didn't oh, even try. Cool. I went with the whole like you know when you know people say like you know when in Rome. I hate to do it. When in Baltimore? No, 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 no. We're not gonna do that to me. You're not gonna do it to me either. <laughs> when in Baltimore, yo. I'll let other people do it to me. But I had the Boogs Barbecue, which was fantastic. I went on my on our on our buddy Chip Reederson's recommendation. Up, number twenty six. That's right. I went to uh, on his on his recommendation. The one thing they do they do it's pretty cool, is if it's your first game there, they give you this little like elementary school plaque that says it's like it's my first my first game at Camden Yards. Congratulations! And right. then you like sign it up. Is it like a? Uh, it's from the manager, right? I don't know who it's from. Who's it's some guy. He signs this all day long. It's a phenomenal handwriting. Oh, really? Yeah, phenomenal handwriting. Um, so Jose, now I like I said I was there. I had some I had some barbecue. And I had some real mm-hmm. crab. I had the actual fries with the, the old bay, the real crab right. fries right from there. And a couple of the local, yep. and a couple of local, you know, beers that are brewed there. They got some, some, nice, uh, some nice breweries. But when, now, when you go to the park, Jose, what is, what is your choice of, uh, of food? What is, what, what is normally on Jose's lap during a baseball game? Not oh, after uh, the game, which you're at, like, cheerleaders um, and shit like that. I'm talking about, like, during the game with the food. Boog's Barbecue, yo. Boog's Barbecue, yo. Now, what, what about when you're here in Philadelphia? Uh, I grabbed some peaches and I grabbed some soda, peaches? yo. Peaches? Where the hell are you getting peaches yeah. at in Citizens Bank Park? And I grabbed some Campo steaks, yo. Oh, Campo. But where are you getting? No, no. Back to the peaches. <laughs> back to the peaches. Where are you getting peaches from? Are you smuggling in the peaches? No, the concession stand, yo. The concession stand sells peaches? <laughs> yep. This is breaking news. That is breaking news. There is, wait, Some, Citizens Bank Park sells peaches from the concession stand? Something healthy? <laughs> are they like canned yep. peaches or like a fruit cup? Del Monte? Yeah, like what are we talking here? Fruit cocktail? No, we, um, they sell peaches and give them to you on the plate, yo. Dude. All different kinds of... They give you sugar on there? Too? Oh, you got like a little fruit plate, like a, like a, like a combo. Where's he go? Yeah. You must be in the Grand Slam section, I know. Section, where, man. Where, where, what Dude, section? Listen, I, I walk around all this place. I can't find fruit. You upscale, Jose? You I find fruits, club? but not fruit. Like, it's just weird. I can't. <laughs> I got fruits and skinny jeans sitting next to me. Yeah, but so, I don't yeah, I mean, I, but there's anything wrong with that. But, uh, but the thing is, is that I, I, I want some peaches. I love, I'm a healthy eater. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing more that I want to do. Wait, Andrew, you know where this place is? Yes. Where is it? It's with the funnel cake. Oh, they put the peaches next to the funnel cake because oh, yeah. that makes sense. Oh, on top of the funnel cake. Oh, oh the toppings. Okay, so Jose, so you get a funnel cake with peaches on top? Yep. Oh, well, there you oh, go. That makes what? sense. Okay. That makes sense. He tried, oh, to, he tried to church it up by not mentioning the funnel cake is what it was. That's right. That's a good job out of you, though, Jose, because peaches and funnel cake are phenomenal, dude. Nice. You get the hot funnel cake. Oh, uh, just give me the powdered and, sugar, And uh, a hot funnel or cake with, with, the, with the powdered sugar on top, and then you got the nice cool peach. Dude, you get that hot, cold, crunch, peaches. smooth consistency. Not like a warm peach. Wow, come on, Joe. It's a family program here, man. Well, well um, other than that, Jose. I have to mention my favorite ballpark. Uh, my favorite Sorry. ballpark was old school Yankee Stadium because of yeah, the historical man. sense. Yep. It was. It was fun. My phone's ringing, by the way. That's a beautiful ballpark. I'm getting phone calls here. So, I saw Don Manningly hit two out there. I have no night. idea what's going on. My phone's ringing during the show. It's like well, you know, Robin. Tommy baseball. Like Rob, right. Robin, Robin's mom would always call her during the show. Right. Yeah. During, the, during the Tony Bruno show podcast. There's which a little we'll bit hope of it. be back up on Wednesday. There's soon. a time delay there, right? 
Yeah, a huge time delay. It's like a three-hour <laughs> gap. Miss Robbins. But now I'm getting phone calls from um, from New York. It's funny that he just mentioned that too. Because did Juan move? Uh, Juan from Alabama. He might be checking in later on today. It's been a few weeks that I heard from the racist guy, so I could use him. Take the heat off of me for a little while. I was on the show with you. That's right, Jose. Jose came in here and did a phenomenal jog a few weeks back when it was an Oscar night. Jose leading man. I'm great. I'm great. Uh, that was good. I, I was listening to that going to work. That was, it was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, that was very good. It was a lot of fun. Now, Jose. Um, I'm sorry I missed that. Yeah. Other than that, so what do you think about the, the moves or lack thereof that have been made at the trade deadline in this Hold year's up, baseball? Waitress. Jose is just waving hello to all the waitresses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jose, they all love Other you. Here, that, all the um, women love you, Jose. All the ladies love you, buddy. Okay. Let's get to the um Let's get down to the trade talk. Let's get down to the business, to the serious business here, Jose. Uh Wilson, let's get to the business in the GM trade deadline talks. So, um, number one. It looks like the Dodgers got an all star team out to us, yo. Yeah, they do. It must be that Manny Machado or the uh Magic Johnson. the history of the Dodgers. Yo, Sandy Colfax went to the World Series, yo. Yes he did. Clayton Kershaw pitched in the Fernando. Come to L.A., yo. You could win a championship for the first time since 1988. All of a sudden, they're flying over there. Well, they got Dozier. I like think I said, it's Tommy they, Lasorda. Yeah, that is Tommy Lasorda. Now, they, did go, they went out and got Brian Dozier from the Minnesota Twins, Jose. You know, all-star second baseman. Mm-hmm. And they basically, I, I Minnesota mean. Minnesota Twins. Minnesota Twins. Now, they have gotten, the, the Dodgers, what they have done is they've, they've put the best, seriously, the best duo hitting middle infield that baseball has all-star right now. All-star infield. I mean, seriously. And I, right yeah, now, I with the move the Dodgers, the move the Dodgers have made in the past three weeks with acquiring Manny Machado and Brian Dozier, you know, foreseeing some sort of a complete epic fail, again. they're gunning for it again. Yeah, you know, and what a fitting way for Utley to finish it too. Man. Really, it would be with the Utley finishing it again. Because I mean, so, right now the Phillies aren't going to make the playoffs. But the Phillies, well, no, they still technically they're in five and a half games up. So let's give it let's give it to the end of what Saturday. We'll they're, see what happens. They're half a game up. They're half a game up. So we'll five see. and a half up from Washington. Oh, by well, the we'll way, when they come back from Boston, gentlemen, one up, Victorinos <laughs> and the Marlins coming. That's right, Victorinos gonna be retired. One of the worst route runners in center field ever. He was, but he did have the, the greatest throw. Speed. He did have he that did. greatest throw that that, that basically concern. Uh, what you call it? That uh, the grand slam. No, not the grand slam, Jose. Don't forget about the fact of the of the throw home he had which kept Brad Lidge's perfect 53-save uh, season intact from yeah, center field. Oh, remember that's that? right. That fun, yeah. right? That season was I remember so that, bro. That was a magical throw. He had a gun, yo. Yeah, he did. Now, speaking of guns. Yes? I can't even segue into anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Um, <laughs> it's just a mess. So, Jose, other than that, now, you had a great time with us, with us when you were here last time. Now, I'm going to be doing the, the oh, funk and – the Funkin' Fantasy, put your money where your mouth is, fantasy spectacle for the, for the, the fantasy football league here. It's going to be Saturday, September 1st. All right? I got to get you out for this show too, buddy. No, there's no September number four? No, there is. But football, <laughs> will, football have already started. As you can see, the NFL is already getting into full swing now. Preseason is getting ready to start in a week. And we got to start getting ready for fantasy football. And what we're going to be doing on this program, and I haven't even told Joe the entire thing yet. Uh, Corrado knows, but I haven't told Joe, Joe. Fino yet. Uh, we are doing something for fantasy football that's never been done before. Now, this league is expensive. 
It's expensive to get into. Oh, boy. But the perks are perfect. Fantastic perks. We're talking three-and-a-half-hour show. Yummy. We already have to, we, we have, there's two spots open. So if there's anyone out there who's interested in getting into a nice size money league, that's going to be tons of fun, very interactive, and a, a, and, a, and a draft experience you have yet to ever experience as far as fantasy football goes, May, do me a favor, hit me up on Twitter, at Fantasy or at LuigiCurdo22. Uh, DM me, I will email you the information, and uh, there's two spots open. And I'm saving, I'm saving them, but first come, first serve. <laughs> All right, that's the way I got to fill the league. That's it. But you must be able to be present here at Moonshine, 1825 East Monumenton Avenue, that weekend for the draft. You have what to be up, able to Miller be here. That's right. What up, Miller Lights? Be flowing like the salmon of Capistrano. That's it. All right. Jose, I want to thank you for checking in, buddy. I got yes, phone sir. lines lit up, so I got to get the Doug, uh, Doug McGregor's calling, and he's got some, uh, some ballpark talk, so I want to get to him. But, Jose, thanks for checking in, man. I love you, pal. And uh, you have yourself a good week, all right? We love you guys. All right, Jose. See you, Jose. Sir. Let's give Jose a run around the floor. Jose had a lot to talk about tonight. He could have called anywhere, man. He could have, yeah, he could have called anywhere, but he, called, but he was here with us tonight. And Jason Nemiroff checking in. The Hall of Fame game starts on Thursday. Football is back. And, you know, the only thing that's really talking about now story-wise, is, you know, the, the holdouts that are signing, you know, starting yeah. to sign up. And, you know, there hasn't been any major injury news yet. The, the only really big news has been Des Bryant over the past couple days, who has oh. broke his silence. <laughs> and awesome. I got to be honest with you, man. Listen, he tried to do the right thing. What is that? Jason Nemroff says, F leaves me out. What are you talking about? I don't understand. He's upset about something. Jason, please... Do me a favor and just, like, uh, you know, write, write in the comment section exactly what you're so upset about. What, what's your beef? Which is it's another segment on another show. We don't, we don't do that. <laughs> we, don't, we don't copycat shows. But do me a favor. Just tell me what your problem is, and I'll read it out loud, or I'll deal with it later. But you know I love you. It's funny how a lot of the Cowboys fans now But here's the thing, right? So, that he dropped So Des Bryant, right, has kept his mouth shut and hasn't said anything, has, does not have a job. He's not being looked at by any teams, okay? He's out there getting ready to go play in China. For all, for all I know, all right? He's got nothing coming his way. He played with T.O. in Canada. Now, he, yeah, exactly, played with T.O. in Canada. Now he's broken the silence, and he sent, he's calling out all the players. Snake Lee, you know, as yeah, far as Sean nice. Lee goes, he's calling out Dak Prescott. He's calling out Zeke. He's calling out everybody, coaching staff, the whole nine. And people are saying, oh, well, it's a bad look. It's a bad look because, you know, you don't have a job yet. You don't have an employer yet. And, he's, and people are right. People right. are right about that because if you're looking to be employed, you want to shut up, keep your mouth shut, make sure you get a job first, then you wait till maybe you retire, the smoke settles, and then you can start talking and saying the things like, you need to say. Yeah, as soon as you get signed like T.O., then he started blasting uh, Jeff Garcia. Right, I mean, you follow T.O. He yeah, didn't put the template out there, okay? Yeah. Just follow Terrell Owens. He's got in the Hall of Fame. And then just don't show he, up. He just won't <laughs> show up, but he's got in the Hall of Fame doing the same exact thing. Now, I do agree with the fact that there's nobody calling. He's not going anywhere. Right. People have been bashing him left and right on social media, and we're no one's a stranger to that these, these last few days. Twitter's been a hotbed for just craziness, and he decides to start saying stuff. People are pissed. I love it. And, and I, I, I couldn't commend him more. It's, it's, people attack these athletes, right? They say horrible things about these people, and they attack their character. Okay, they, they attack their, their livelihoods. And he's had some character issues. He has, but they attack him left and right. 
And then, and then on the other side, they, they praise them. They, they, they worship these people. And it's like they're just human beings just like you and I. Mm-hmm. Like I said this last week, the only reason why we care, people care, is because of the money they make. Yeah. It's the only reason they care. If they were making $40,000 a year, $50,000 a year, you wouldn't care what Des Bryant said. You wouldn't care that he dropped the ball. Des did catch it, by the way. Des caught it. See, now I'm starting to change my opinion now that I'm, I'm kind of liking him now. I like Des. I like Des a little bit. I never hated him. I didn't, I didn't like the fact that, you know, he was Des Bryant. He was a cowboy. He played for, his op, you know, for, for a, a, you know, an in-division rival. I didn't like him for that reason. I had no personal gripes against the guy. You know, earlier in the season... Uh, a few weeks ago, there was this, this story that broke with LaShawn McCoy about the, you know, the, the breaking yeah. into the house and then the abuse on the girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, you know, and people were making a lot of blanket statements about it, including myself. But I was just calling out the fact that I just didn't like him as a person mm-hmm. because there was plenty of stuff here while he was in Philadelphia that came out that showed that he really wasn't exactly a quality guy. No. Now, when you're here and you're doing the show live and the door opens, you get to hear all kinds of stuff going on, like Does motorcycles that, flying by. We're not in a soundproof booth. I think that was a dirt We're out here in a while. People can come walk here throwing grenades it, right now, and they're not going to. Everybody relax. Are there dirt team. mounds in the area? Why is there a dirt bike driving right down the street? South Philly, baby. <laughs> South Philly, popping wheelies. Popping wheelies. Oh, Jason Emerson says, oh, it, it leaves him out for the draft. We're still going to be doing the Luigi vs. the Listeners Fantasy Showdown, which is what people... Andrea is over here just with a horrible case of Tourette's tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So I, would love, I would love to see her in a booth with Tom it McCarthy. It is ridiculous, man. She All right. should, they should fire Ben Davis and hire Andrea. Joe, do me a favor. Plug this, plug this soundboard in over there in that charger. My soundboard's completely dot, dead. Right. It's like Tony over here you know, during, during the Tony Bruno show. Every time you go to hit something, my, my soundboard's dead. My, and that's the things I, should, I was supposed to be taking care of. But you know, you know me. I'm just... You. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just me. I'm just yeah, me. don't change. Well, I just, you know, take a little, you know, show some accountability, charge your own stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Des went after Witten. What did he, do you know what he said about Witten? I have no idea. Because he seems like the most vanilla guy out there. I mean, he's like the Rob Ellis of the NFL. He probably is. He probably is. Now, and again, for people listening nationally, Charlie, Rob, like that one? Rob Ellis is a, 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 local, <laughs> a local soft-spoken sports analyst. Uh, but the thing is, is that I feel that it's fine for like, you know, for lack of a better term for what all the kids are saying today, for these athletes to clap back at all these people who, uh, who attack them on social media and these other athletes who say all these things and bring up all this stuff, I think they have a right to defend themselves. I think you have a right. When your character is tested, you have a right to defend your character. Yeah. You know, to a certain... I mean, he wasn't... To throw, a certain point. To a certain point. And sometimes social media gets ugly because, again, people are quick to judge. They don't really take time to look at both sides of the story. You know, Joe, it's, it's, the, it's the age-old tale. There's, there's, there's there, you know, there's the... Um, you know, it's what he said, it's what she said, and then the truth. Right. You know, and in, in this aspect, it's what he said, it's what they said, and then there's the truth. So until we all really finally know, but I'll be honest with you, I actually do think that Dez is not, is not the one to blame. I think he's telling the truth. I think a lot of the things he said are valid. And I'm, I guess I stick with Dez on this one. Well, I think that team, well, we'll see this year. That team's yeah. falling apart. Yeah. I, I think the writing's on the wall with, with Dak Prescott. I don't think he's the franchise quarterback that everyone thought that they stole in the fourth round, uh, who people were comparing to. Guys like Goff and Carson Wentz here in, in Philadelphia. Um, I don't think he's that, that middle echelon or next one to come up. Because he's not upper echelon. He's one of the, like, you know, no. the middle echelon. But he's not one of those next guys. I think, he's, he's, start, I think he's starting to regress a little bit. And you know, people, people started talking. People seen him in public. He was starting to get a little bit full of himself. He was smelling himself a little too a little much. Bit. A little too much. I think he, he was one of those guys who, like many other quarterbacks, did benefit from the fact of having a fantastic offensive line and a running game with Ezekiel Elliott. Who has uh, been healthy all 16 games, right? 
He hasn't missed a game yet. Who's that? Zeke. He's missed four games. Has he missed? Six, actually, because um, of the suspension. Oh, okay. Come on, man. Okay. But, you know, as far as health goes, that. no, he's, right. he's been fantastic. But anyway, it's enough of that. But once so, he gets dinged up, though, that's Let's cool. go to Doug. What's up, Dougie? Doug McGregor. Uh, hi, Luigi. Hi, Joe. What's hi, up, Doug. Man? How you doing? So I figured right. <laughs> I'd come in on the ballparks because I, I would say this. I pretty much can call myself an expert on this because I've been to uh, 29 out of 30 current ones right now. The only one I have not hit was Atlanta, but I have been to Turner Field. Just haven't made my way down again to see SunTrust Park. SunTrust Park. Okay. anything on this. Okay. All right. So go ahead. So give me, so give me the breakdown. What's, what's, your, what's your favorite one? You just sat there and gloated okay. for 25 seconds. Uh, <laughs> all right. My, my favorite, my favorite out, one's Doug. PNC Park. Mm, spectacular. That is, uh, that's on the list. That's the, the next uh, one to get to. The, PNC the river cool. and everything. Go out there with Chipper. Out in Pittsburgh. Well, Corrado and I were thinking about taking a road trip. Now we might, we might really do it. Yeah. Yeah, we might fire up the family maximum and roll down. Yeah. <laughs> so Joe's driving. I'm not, gonna take, I'm not taking my Mini. What are you crying? Mm. I got a parking spot in South Philly. I'm not moving. you kidding me? hour drive. No, it's all about parking. If I get a parking spot there, I'm not moving the car. That's where it stays. I'm flattening the tires and calling it a day, dude. That's it. That's it. Leave it. That's right. As Kimberly says in the back, just leave it. What do you got over there? Tater tots? Tater tots. Beautiful. Look at those golden domers over there. It's beautiful. All right, so go ahead, Doug. I'm sorry. Oh, Andrea wants her to sit with her because she mooches. There's nothing like sharing tater tots here. Welcome back to fifth grade that lunch. Is, Welcome to fifth grade lunch. Andrea's favorite, favorite uh, meal. All right, Doug. So, so go ahead. So, so, so PNC Park. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and with PNC Park, you can also get a hotel room there in two and just walk over there, too. Yeah, that Save was the beauty. parking money. Yes, that was the part about. Oh, here's the other thing. Are you ready for this? I have the receipt to prove this. Hang on a second here. Sing a song, Doug. Entertain us. Oh, God, you're putting me on the spot now. I can't <laughs> sing. Exxon way that knows I do karaoke. Where is it? Oh, I left the freaking. Damn it. I left the receipt at home. I parked oh, get, in Baltimore over the weekend for two days. I went to get my car out of the parking garage. Take a wild guess how much it costs for me to take my car out of the garage. $10. That's what I paid for two days of parking in downtown Baltimore. Amazing. So go ahead, Doug. Right. Go ahead, Dougie. Okay. Um, <laughs> another good place that uh, you never get there is AT&T Park. Okay. Okay, that's another one too. Um, you've been to Camden Yards. There's there's plenty of good ballparks you can go to. Okay. Well, how about you tell me the ones All you've right. been to? I'm sorry. Tell me the one you've been to. Tell me the other ones you've been to. Tell me about your experiences there. Okay. Um, you go to Target okay. Field yet? Um, one? I told you maybe a few weeks ago how when I saw Burley's Perfect Game. may not be the best ballpark, but the experience there just suddenly just happened. It was magical. Right. Then, believe it or not, four days later, I go up to Milwaukee. What do I see? History again. I've seen the a Nationals player, Josh Willingham. He goes out and hits two grand slams. In the same game. Josh Willingham. Two Josh Willingham drops in the same week. of 13 players who ever did that in MLB history. Okay. That was fantastic. Okay. That, that's fantastic. Who was, other, who was the other guy? Yeah. Who was the other one? Josh Willingham and who else? 
Who hit four? Uh, there was Josh Williams, Josh Willingham, with the Grand Slams, and Mark Burley's perfect game. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you said somebody. And I'm, my bad. I misunderstood you. Go ahead, okay. Bob. Okay. So yeah, and there's been other games too where I've seen history. Just happens to be right in the right spot. I've seen one hitter too. I've seen the Grand Slams. I've seen a lot. So what's now? What's your favorite thing to do with the now? What's the one now? What's your favorite thing to get at the ballpark as far as the food goes? The uh, the, the accoutrement. I try to go with their specialties myself. Okay. Um, I guess San Fran has their garlic fries. In Texas, they had like this big broomstick, what they call, which is like a a giant foot long hot dog. Okay. Um, I try to go for those specialties too. So, when I'm in Philadelphia, I can pretty much eat anything. Okay, fair enough. I can have the cheesesteaks, yeah. But here's the most important question I want to ask you now. What's going to be on the menu at your wedding? Because Doug has invited me to his wedding. I get my own podcast. I'm going to a wedding every freaking other month. You guys think I'm made out of money. I don't have any money. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I just moved. You know, I'm, I'm kind of broke here. So, what, so, so, Doug, when is this actual wedding? October what? Give him a couple pictures. <laughs> exactly. October 6th. October 6th? Oh, that's a good... Well, what is October sixth? Yep. That's like three people I know's birthday. Is it really? Yeah, it really is. Maybe I'll bring one of my friends to the wedding for their <laughs> birthday. Why not? Whatever, free deal, free meal. <laughs> so, so, so now, Doug, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get hitched yeah. now. Now, where now where is the wedding? Are we gonna be in Philadelphia, my friend? In Berlin. In Berlin. Berlin, New Jersey. Oh, on the horse. As long as we're not in Bratislava, that's all. That's all. <laughs> that's all I care about. All right. Now nah, you'll like the place. Is it the one on uh, White Horse? Ah, uh, that's a good place over there. It's, it's that one I'm thinking of. White Horse Pike is a nice one. <sighs> she's well, a, anyway, she's yeah. a Cowboys fan, isn't she, Doug? Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh man. Good luck with yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Good luck with and, that. And a Penguins fan, so. Oh really? Well, I mean. Yeah. Well, well, if he's from Pittsburgh, I get that part, but the Cowboys fan, we will fight over that. Right. She's from Pittsburgh, and she's not a Steelers fan. That's pretty bad. Yeah, well, she hates Terry Bradshaw for some reason. Well, it's probably because she doesn't understand but what the hell he's saying. That's why. I can't understand a word Charlie's, I mean, Terry's saying either. But anyway, Doug, so it's been an honor to be invited to your wedding. I will be attending. That's my formal yes, even though you already have the yes, but that's my formal yes. All right, so uh, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at the show pretty soon, okay? No problem. I'll be down soon. All right, Dougie. Talk to you soon, buddy. Say. All right. Doug McGregor, everybody. So I want to bring up another guy who is, uh, who's no stranger to, to strange places. That's our buddy Catfish Charlie over here, the Tuesday 10. I, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Charlie. It looks like you, you were getting ready to tear down some papas fritas. All right, cool. But Charlie's the host of the, uh, the Tuesday 10, which is uh, here every single Tuesday. Charlie gives us 10 random questions over the course of his day. And uh, we, ask, we answer them here the best we can. So th- this comes from our weekend a little bit, too. All right, talk right in the mic, bud. I like that can you hat, hear me? It's a good yeah, I can hear you. This is a nice Phillies yeah, hat. Nice little flex hat. It looks yeah, good. Like a little it. mesh. How you guys been? Doing fantastic. You got to talk right to the microphone, though, Charles. You can't hear me? I can hear you now. Oh, all right. Sounds good. There you go. How's everything, Joe? Fantastic, buddy. That's good. All right. We ready? <laughs> go for it. All right. What do you offer to house guests first? So when somebody comes to your house... Something to drink right away. A seat first. No. Screw them. They ain't sit on my furniture. I don't know where they've been before they got in the house. <laughs> they have something to drink. No, I'm kidding. I, listen, man. I came... 
Do you have plastic on your furniture? No, I do not have plastic yeah, on my furniture. I can see plastic on Luigi furniture. Actually, when I was growing up, he's got the losing. When I was when, when I was growing up, there was uh, no one was allowed to sit in my living room. Oh yeah, the living those? room. The living room was just a non-living segue room? to the upstairs, which no one was allowed in. By the way, my dad refinished the entire downstairs of the house to basically be like a, an entire like a like a like a, a like a one-bedroom apartment, but it was huge. But there was a full dining room down there, full kitchen, the whole laundry, the whole thing. The, the garage was another part of it. And you didn't go upstairs. Really? Because the upstairs, all the, the white couch, the fancy this, the fan- that's exactly how it was, man. You wow. did not go upstairs. Prior to the white couch, we had an orange one with plastic on it. Yeah. It was gross. Gerard Thomas checks in, by the way. He says, nothing better than, than a, than a uh, going back to the food, he goes, nothing better than a good sausage and peppers hero at a game. Uh, you can't beat that, man. No, Sasha Pepper's strong, buddy. Yeah, my grandma had the plastic on the chairs. That was that was always nice in a nice July, August day, man. That oh was... my! When you stick to them and you <laughs> oh, pull yeah. yourself off the plastic. Yeah, uh, that was great. Actually, it was my grandmother's couch that she gave to my parents for their first house. Really? Right. That's what it was. All right. What's the coolest movie hype up you can ever remember? The coolest movie hype up. Now there hasn't been a really cool movie hype up since like. You know, since back in the day, it's like, in a world. You know, well, you know, those guys are saying that's like, this summer, blah, 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 blah. It's either The Rock or Kevin Hart every single week. No, I would say... I got got mine. You got yours? Yeah. Then go, because I don't have one. I was waiting for this for years. Me and my buddies in high school, we all had gargoyle sunglasses. Terminator 2. Ah, I like it. That was huge for us. Yeah, I would. I would probably say Terminator Two because the intro, because the action movie, the action thing, it was fan. Yeah, I they would, showed I would, the eye flicker. I think in the trailers and stuff because we were in the theaters all the time back then. I think that's how it started. Out. Actually, no, no, Balboa. Yeah, Balboa was probably hyped up. Yeah, because there was an Iraqi for like two decades, and then everyone was waiting. Because after five was over, yeah, everyone was waiting. He did that movie with De Niro in between no. where they were fighting. That was kind of like, come on, man, take your, put a bra on. Balboa was pretty big. The second Batman, Jack. The Dark Knight well, was... The, the first Batman was in 67. That would be the second one. The first one was the pilot movie. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm a big Batman fan. I know them all. <laughs> no, but that was... Yeah, Jack was saying Batman, which was huge. Okay. All right. Number three. What do rappers do when they retire? Perform they, with Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, did, you, did you take that off my polio? Oh, no, man. I, mean, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, they still go to the club, right? I mean, they still go to the club. They still rap. Actually, what a lot of rappers do is they work behind the scene, become producers. That's what a lot of them yeah. do. That's what a lot of them do. Beats by Dre. Yeah. I think I, I did a poll. It's like, yeah, who, uh, who retired more, Favre, Jordan, or uh, Jay-Z? I didn't see that one. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for following. I would, have voted, I would have voted for Favre. <laughs> I couldn't stand that when they, the yo-yo. Yeah. All right. This one. If you could add a Greek god to one of your sport franchises, who would it be and why? Well, Zeus, right? I mean, why would you not add Zeus? God of lightning, dude. He controls the whole nine. Who else? Apollo. I mean, he's the fastest god out there. Zeus has a lightning bolt. But it's a, a lightning bolt, Bo. I mean, he controls imagine, everything. You boat him. <laughs> he controls everything. How do you not go Zeus? 
Who's the center fielder when you have the speed like that and he can steal bases? Oh, he's going to baseball? <laughs> Gerard oh, Thomas is rappers go Rappers go back. need a Greek no, god in the worst way. Well, flyers meet need more than that, but... Is there, is there a god a of being center. a wall? Yeah, that's all they need. <laughs> you know what? They need Medusa. They could turn somebody to stone right in oh, front yeah. of the... It could be a, yeah. And that could be the goaltender. Get a good sumo goalie. <laughs> I think we lost Luigi. Yeah, Luigi. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here texting away. We talked hockey. He's out. Yeah, he's it's leaving. horrible. He's going to the bathroom. All right. What team made the best pickup this trade deadline? Oh, I mean, it's without question. It's the, it's the Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, you go out, you get Dozier, and you shore up the middle of that infield now. You add a, you're going to add another, what, roughly, Joe, how many, how many games left in the season? Maybe 50? Uh, yeah, it's got to be right 50? Now. You're probably going to add about another, what, 20 RBIs, maybe another 10 home runs over those 50 games, yeah. conservatively speaking, mm-hmm. and uh, gives a little protection to the lineup for Manny. Uh, gives him actually, actually gives him a nice little leadoff hitter too, yeah. nice little one-two punch with uh, with, with with Turner. Uh, I think uh, there's no question about it. It's been a quiet, quiet MLB trade on, deadline, uh, deadline as far as the big names go, and the other one obviously being Chris Archer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. It's it's Brian Dozier. Magic Johnson had one hell of a month, man. Oh, I know, man. Has he? I mean, LA is winning right now. Bro. I don't think he's ever been happier. Or maybe he might have been happier one other one time. One time, he got a bit. Of, he got a bit of news that was probably <laughs> really, really a good thing for him. But other than that, yes, he's yeah. And it's we are positive rough. about that. No pun intended. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> what was the hardest thing for you ever to sell? This podcast. Um, I don't know. Actually, I do know. It was a PlayStation. It was a PlayStation 2. And here's yeah. the reason why. Is because... Was it so modified? No, 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 no. Because oh, I'm an okay. idiot. So what happened was is that I had this PlayStation 2 and I'm like, I'm done with this video game crap. I don't want to play anymore. And it was still brand new. I was just done with it. Right. You know, I, I decided... I, I discovered this place called Outside. What game couldn't was, you beat and that's why you got pissed off? We're not going to talk about that, Joe. Okay. But this, it was NBA this, Live this, this, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't time for sharing. <laughs> that comes later. That comes later. Um, I, had the, I had the PlayStation 2, both paddles, all the accessories ready to go, right? So some kid walks up with his mom, right? This is, this is where the, the whole heart strings start pulling up. And she come, he comes up with his mom, and he goes, Mom, 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 like, I've been look, I need PlayStation. Remember when PlayStation paddles were, like, outrageous if you wanted to buy a replacement? This is, this is like, back, I'm talking, this is a long yeah. time ago. So he goes, Mom, I, I need to get a paddle. We need, you know, the other one's broken. And she was like, you know, we can't afford to buy a paddle or whatever it is. And I'm like, look, you know, here, take the paddle. You know what I mean? Like a little kid. He's like seven years old. Kid right. can't play with his toys. I gotta... So I said, you know, here, take the paddle. And his mom's like, no, 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 we got to give you some. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't have to give me anything for it. Please take the paddle. It's my, it's my gift to your son. And she was like, oh, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. We really needed one. It's been, it's been time. I'm like, I, you know, it's okay with the story. I understand. Just take the paddle. It's fine. For the next three hours, about 70 people came by to look at this PlayStation. And every one of them said, I'm not buying a PlayStation with one fucking paddle, all right? All right, I, I lost money that day. Were they the first JOs to actually game system to have one paddle, to sell their system with one paddle? You, could buy, so, se- yeah. you could buy extra Just, paddles. Yeah. Yeah. Sega Genesis, you, you had to buy I, a second one. Oh, uh, really? They were, yeah. they were singles? Oh, okay. Because yeah, I think was, Super Nintendo came with two, and, and so did Nintendo. Yeah. And then it was Sega Genesis. But like Sega I said, the entire one. time I'm going through this. Genius. The so entire smart. time I'm going through this... And, excuse me, and all of a sudden, I'm realizing, I'm like, I'm never going to be able to sell this PlayStation until I go get a freaking paddle. <laughs> so guess what happened to the PlayStation? You still have it. 
I still have it. Do you really? Absolutely. I got a PlayStation 2, one paddle. Nice. No games. <laughs> I sold all the games. I got a play. Is it DVD No, so you know what it means? I got a PlayStation with one paddle and no games. So what does that mean? I can just play it myself. That's and it. that's it. That's all I got. Damn. That's all I got. Hey, you got to fall asleep somehow. So that was my hard sell. What about you, Joe? Yeah, what are you looking um, to sell, Joe? I think my 72 Yamaha... 600 motor, 650 motorcycle. Oh, you got a you got some, How many miles of the hog you got on that bad boy? Uh, it wasn't much at all. Maybe 12,000 on that thing. I hate. Oh, yeah. Sold my dad had one of them. Yeah. How much did you sell Kick, yours for? I think 300 bucks. Oh wow. It was a Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it had the Kickstarter in the back. <laughs> it was a Kickstarter. My dad had that. It was to uh, chase me and my brother around on dirt bikes. <laughs> all right. If you had twins, what creative name could you give them? Monique and Unique. Well, I already have Mario and Luigi. <laughs> That's yeah. my, my brothers. That um, was Beverly Hills Cop, so I stole that one. Monique and Unique. Um, what can one I get? One of my favorites. That's a great line. How about... Um... No. <laughs> you ever hear of Arangelo and Lamangelo? Arangelo and Lamangelo? Yeah, I, was thinking like, I, was, I was thinking like mustard and ketchup or something. Like, what do you... They're uh, Arangelo and Mangelo. Yeah. Stud basketball players from like 2000 to 2005. Really? Somewhere in Jersey. Scientific Maps is one. I know he's got a brother, but I forget what his name is. I know Stern talked about him. That's he was a crazy. basketball player. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have another one. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've never, I, I don't, I, I'm not trying to knock anyone for the names because I have a unique name myself. But we got to start buying some vowels along the way because I, I don't yeah. know, I don't understand how to spell some of this shit or even say it. <laughs> I just, I just don't. I, I, that's no. And then if you question, that's it, no offense to a Mangeline and what is it? Arangelo and Lamangelo, like lemon jello and orange jello. Oh, I uh, get it. I get it. It doesn't drugs. make it right though. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right at all. Make it all right no, at all. it doesn't make it right. Plug this phone in for me. Just, poor, poor Joe's over here just plugging freaking appliances in for me. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate <laughs> you that. You got it, man. All right, go ahead, Chuck. What's a creative name for a strip club? A creative name for a strip club. You got one, Jack? I know the old joke. That's not creative. No, you got a creative one, The G-spot? That's not creative. I know the joke about Sally's legs. You guys no. are sitting outside waiting for Sally's legs to open. <laughs> I mean, that's just a stupid-ass joke. Dangerous Curves, that used to be one. Uh, that was the old risque in Tacconi, which I made the mistake of going to. 12 times. <laughs> I see fannies just told me about. What do you got? I see fannies. Really? I see fannies. I see and then fannies. Nice. I guess. I don't know, man. I don't freak with the gentleman's club. No I, just, I no, I don't, man. I don't. I just I'm, thought it would be a good question. All I have is cold change to give to him. I don't even have any Exactly, dollars, right? Exactly, right? You get frostbite from touching that wallet, man. I don't have any, man. I'm, I told you. I gave, up, I gave up that life. I'm slow now, man. I don't do anything. I stuff. actually did go with a guy who would fold up the dollars in the little triangles, and, then, and he, would, he would shoot them, which was rather amusing. That's pretty messed up, too. Well, that's what that whole paper football thing was training for in high school. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can, I, I can knock it into a stripper from 50. He had a chick on from his From 50. Hit her right on the cheek, and she turned around and yelled at him. It was hilarious. Jason Emeroff's, oh, Doug McGregor says the booty trap. The booty trap. Jason Nemroff, bikini lines. Toronto's got to have a couple good names up there. Absolutely. What are you, what's up, Andrea? The landing strip. The landing, landing strip. strip. The rear ender. The rear ender. <laughs> I like that. How about the rear view? The rear view. All right. That's not a good name, Andrea. Yeah, I don't know if that's All a right. good name. <laughs> Next question. 
<laughs> All right, what's your all-time favorite baseball tra- trade deadline pickup? Um, God. Like, oh. I know you hate him, but I loved Clifton Pfeiffer coming to Philly. Well, that's, yeah, it's local. That nah, was my favorite. Ricky my Henderson, life. every... Yeah. Ricky Henderson being poured out. Toronto, Oakland, back to Toronto. Yeah, that was actually <laughs> kind of cool. That was an interesting one. And then Daryl always, Daryl wouldn't really, I don't know if they were actually pickups, but he would be out of this half the season because of drugs. Yeah. And he would show up just for the playoffs and then rake in the playoffs. <laughs> yes, absolutely. The, 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 the Ricky Henderson off. one is, is interesting Ricky because of the fact that he was dealt so many times. Oh, my God. He was on, I think, Oakland like three or four times. Yes, absolutely. But you know, the funny story about Oakland, too, is that Ricky has a, uh, he had a check uh, for a million dollars that he framed. And the accounting department was trying to call and get a hold of, the, like, Ricky, like, hey, Ricky, uh, you know, we gave you a check for a million dollars. It's still on our books. Whatever. He's like, yeah, I framed it. He goes, that's a real check. You need to cash that. <laughs> he framed the check for a million dollars. Ricky's saving it. Ricky's saving Exactly. He's saving it. He's the best. Next question. All right. This one's going to change for you, Luigi. But uh, if you could do one thing to your neighborhood to up the property values, what would that be? <laughs> Clean the street. Clean the street. Uh, one thing? I got several. Here's my Mount Rushmore of cleaning up neighborhoods. Clean up the street. Mm-hmm. Take away everyone wearing pajamas in public. <laughs> it's got to go. It's got to go. You know Delco? It's got to go. People. It's Delco. I don't mind a pajamas. People doing full service car work on the street. Oh, that's annoying. I got dudes running body shops. <laughs> like legit doing body work. Are they fully clothed though? Hell no. Oh, see, that's They're cool. doing body work. All right? That's not, that's not legal. And the last one, the last one would be, uh, how do I say this without freaking making a lot of people upset? Uh, I don't think there's really an easy way to say it. Um, YouTube movement coming on? <laughs> no, it would be like, I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just spit it out at this point. Because I too am that, but it's the, it's the poverty. It's removing po- poverty. Because poverty brings craziness. It just does. It just does. It brings drugs. It brings crime. It brings everything. And it just sucks. If you can remove poverty, you got yourself freaking Huckleberry Lane, dude. Anywhere you go. Poverty is what ruins everything. When poverty moves, everything moves along with it. It's just all cyclical anyway. It just takes time. And I say poverty, too, because, like, you know, I'm poor. I'm poor. I don't pay for my drinks here, man. I'm poor. (laughs) <laughs> that's why you think I do this I don't get bad I get free alcohol that's it that's it that's it what, what I else thought you wanted to hang out with us I do want to hang out with you I love hanging out with you oh that was it Louisa, that was it that was all 10 beautiful man, Charles that was quick and easy man that was quick and by the way that was fantastic question for this week and it was an honor to have you for Really good. In for me. Yeah, he did a great job last week. Thank you, Charlie. I think it was like 40 minutes of questions because I, I, really? I asked follow-up on top of follow-up. Now, some <laughs> of your buddies came in to watch the program and they left. Yeah, they're over next door drinking now. What the frick is that? They they're even... frat boys, man. That's what they do. Give them for like two seconds. Even say anything. They actually have listened to you. They're not. That they was part of. So they're. They just got jobs. They're not Penn State in... frat. Oh, boys. congratulations! No, okay. <laughs> DePaul University in Chicago frat boys. Very. Okay. They're from Chicago. They live in Chicago. They're getting trained here for a company they work here in Philly for. I only met them in Cabo San Lucas. We were on spring break together, our fraternity. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? (laughs) 
But I want them to keep listening. Though. Make sure they keep listening. But make sure you're following uh, Charlie, Dr. Catfish Charlie Sounds on Twitter, everybody. Good. Appreciate you it. See you, Thank you, Charlie. Good job, Charlie. <sighs> Charlie bringing the noise with the, top, with the Tuesday 10. Thank God he showed up, man. I had nothing for this freaking program, though. It was horrible, Joe. <laughs> oh, he always brings it. I'm kidding. I meant as far as like for giving content, Andrea, you always show up. He, he gives me something. He's charging my phone. I love you, Joe. You're the best. You know that. Thanks, buddy. So I'm the best phone charger out there. You are the best phone charger out there. And Jack's the best call screener out there when he's actually at the phone. So I appreciate that. I have to step away from my phone. Oh, man. Next week is going to be next week is going to be a lot better, everyone. I promise. What do you what do you hold on? Kimberly and Philly's over there. It will be better. It'll be better because of the fact that I'm not going to be going through a moving situation and I won't be out of town for three days and have 17 minutes to prepare for the show. Joe will be here as well. Tony may or may not be here. I don't know. He may or may not. Tony, he's, he's, he's feeling better. The juices are flowing. The he scooter. is feeling better. Is on the scooter now? No, the scooter got stolen, dude. Are you serious? Someone, someone stole his scooter. Someone stole his scooter, but they found it. They found it, but they destroyed the starting mechanism, so the scooter's in the shop. So if Tony can, you know, a scooter pending, I guess, uh, can make it down here, I want him to. But the thing is, is that next week, uh, it's definitely not going to happen this week because the downloads are going to suck. But next week, <laughs> we're going to hit a milestone. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm just, I've only been a part of this milestone as far as like my own content for a year. But the Tony Bruno Show podcast with a mi- milestone. One million downloads. Really? One million wow. downloads will happen next week. It won't happen this week. We're like 998,000 and change. And normally we hover pretty good. Mm-hmm. But this show sucks. And once people catch wind of that, <laughs> it's not going to be good this week. But next week, I told Tony, I said, Tony, we got to do a show, man. I'm like, you got to be the one that sends the, the, the you got to send the odometer all, the, the all zeros again. You got to flip it. Absolutely. That's it, man. So we gotta, we're going to get Tony to do something, man. I don't know whether he's going to call in or do the show, hopefully, or come in. What's that? My one-year anniversary will be September 1st, the night of the draft. You did come to everyone. Yes, you didn't. You come, you've come to every show except for two shows. You are, you are one of the biggest supporters I've ever had in my life when it came to this, and I appreciate you very much. Kimberly's over here waving her hand. I'm like, you've been the one show. You take your place in the back of the line, okay? And she's already asking about next exactly. week. And she's already saying, <laughs> I'm done with this. That's right. And so now that you're in the, uh, in the city, are you going to be getting a uh, scooter? No, I already have a Mini. I have a Mini Cooper. It's an S-Type, man. It moves, all right? It's got four wheels. It does. It's not a scooter. It's like skeets. It, man. It's a Skeeter. It's skeets. It's skeets. Skeets all over the place. Skeet. Right. Speaking of, what's, what's, what's that, Joe? What's up, Chip? Yeah, exactly. What's up, Chip? So speaking of skeeting, it's time for us to skeet the hell out of here. It's been a hell of a show. It's been a hell of a week. It's been emotional, to say the least. But um, I want to thank everyone for joining us. Facebook Live. Thank the people calling in. Jose, Doug Fresh. Thank the people here at Moonshine for coming out, as they always do every single week. Andrew, appreciate you. Joe Quill. Dr. Catfish Charlie checking in with the Tuesday 10. Appreciate him and his friends coming in for 30 seconds. I don't even hear the show and then went back next door. <laughs> they are the smart ones. We are the ones who suffer because of it. But make sure you're following Charlie at Dr. Catfish Charlie on Twitter. Joe Rafino stepping in and uh, doing what he does best and pinching for the program. Thank, Thank you, you so much, buddy. For, you uh, got now, now what the, what's, it's at Ruin Today, right? Yes, Ruin sir. tomorrow. Ruin today. Ruin today. It's back to I always mess it up. I know the guy forever time. and I always mess it up. That's what I do. I mess things up. That's why I am where I am. Anyway, 
Meanwhile, make sure you're following myself at LuigiCurdo22 and the show, most importantly, at Funkin' Fantasy. We'll see you back here next week. I'm Luigi Curdo. Remind you, never turn it down. Always turn it up. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send him my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.